I'm Larry King, and this is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Yes, that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man. From the bowels of NWCZ Studio, ladies and gentlemen, let's get Ready to rumble! Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world. Why? Web. It's Spud Goodman! Greetings. I am Spud Goodman, and I stipulate to this fact. I could deny it, but where would that get me? So, in the spirit of honesty and full disclosure, I should state, with me as always, is my longtime co-host, Mr. Chick Hunter. Okay, since I've publicly announced your name, you Thank can you. respond appropriately, uh, like a quick acknowledgement uh, of your presence. Uh, no need to go quick. into an in-depth statement. Uh, a simple present and accounted uh, for will suffice. Okay, okay, sir, Chick Hunter reporting for duty. Sir, I am ready, Spud. Whatever you need me to do on tonight's show, just say the word and I will be there for you. No job is too small. I'm a team player and you know I would gladly lay down my life for you or the show. Well, that's that's reassuring, but also a bit alarming. I hope so. Uh, you know, I marry... I, I may need your assistance. I don't really know at this point. Mm-hmm. We got 60 minutes to kill here, so stand ready. And if and when the, you know, the call comes for you to step up and add something to the program, be ready. Oh, okay. Can I get you a cold or maybe a warm beverage? How about a nice bagel? They may be three or four days old, but I don't right. think they're going to make you sick no. anymore. No, I'm good for now. Um, I guess I got to get going here, so you know, uh, oh, got stuff but, to do. But, so but we, should I? We, we have an important call from our producer. No, Lori I got Matthews. stuff to do. No, we, we got a call from Lori. But we, I, we need to take but, it. This is my opening. Yeah, yeah, but you just take fine. The, uh, on one, put it through. I don't want any more late night fine. calls where we're yelling. We're not keeping you under oh control. Oh God! Can somebody patch? Off the air, please. Hello, do this Matthews. off the air. I've been waiting. Hello, Hi. anybody? Put me on now. You're on. Okay. You're already on the freaking radio because this, I'm live right now. Do this okay. off the air. What I do know is that I sent you an email today marked urgent, and surprise, surprise, have had no response from you. So I'm forced to call in live while you're on the air. So listen up, both of you. You will follow my directions here. Really? As you know, we have a severe cash flow problem. I have personally gone out and sold enough commercial spots to keep us operating for, uh, I don't know, a couple months or more. Oh, oh, cool. Well, I never saw any email today, Ms. Madsen. I'm very sorry I didn't get back to you right away. Uh, I never saw it. Yeah. I may have neglected to forward a copy to you, Chick, but your partner over there certainly received it, so now you both have been informed. Get with the program if you want the show to continue. Look, I can't continue to invest my personal funds in the hopes of a future payday. This is a business, okay? Yes, okay. I read your dumb email today. Ooh. Do you really expect me to just stop my show and start playing commercials? That is so lame. 
Ooh, it's so lame. Hello? Have you ever listened to terrestrial radio? You need to branch out beyond Sirius and all those internet stations you listen to, Spud. I know you call it so 1990, but shows need money to operate, even the Spud Goodman Show. You can't right now. Yes, it's come to this, Spud. Even we have a business model. Believe me, we aren't even close to being on track. Ms. Madsen, just let me know what you want me to do here. I stand ready okay, to make you... just uh, make uh, sure Howard Beal there uh, follows everything in my email. You guys should already have been aired the first commercial spot by now. Really? You may have to double up on these things and oh, catch oh, up with the air schedule. We're on it, Ms. Madsen. Don't you worry a bit. Right, Spud? Right, Spud? He just sort of nodded his head, so rest assured those commercial spots will be aired just like you want. All right, then. Just don't screw things up. I got to go. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I will be listening. Okay. Don't you ever forget that. Wow. Spud, we have sponsors now. Pretty cool, huh? Maybe I can finally quit my paper route or at least a part-time janitorial thing at the Korean Community Center. Somebody on the board just aired the damn commercial, all right? Have you had your oil changed lately? This year? How about last year? How about ever? Well, drop by Lube It or Lose It off 72nd and Adams today, and we will give you a free two-liter bottle of Mountain Dew with each oil change. Drink it here while we give your car a new lease on life, or take it home. That's Lube It or Lose It. We are here for you. Huh. Well, that wasn't so bad, was it, Spud? Yeah, no comment. Right now, it's time for something people tuned into this show for. That's correct, music. Here's a song from a Seattle band. I think we're talking like early 80s, right around 80. They were huge um, in the Northwest, and this was what one of their hits. Here are the heats with I Don't Like Your Face.
This is the Spud Goodman Show. Let me ask you, what will happen to your family were something to happen to you? Would they lose their house? Maybe be forced to move into a no-pets apartment? <laughs> Goodbye, skippy, loyal canine friend. Then maybe your kids will be forced to enroll in a new school. Maybe in a crummier part of town. There go the school jazz band concerts. Face it, were you out of the picture, your loved ones will be thrown to the wolves. But not to fear. Hi, I'm Bob Shanahan of Shanahan Life Insurance and Financial Planning. Come by our office and I'll show you how you can buy peace of mind. That's Shanahan Life Insurance and Financial Planning. We can take good care of you. Oh, yeah. Uh. Once again, here's Spud and Chick. Spud, we have to take this call. We have to take this call. Well, I hope it's not another telemarketer. Is this Mr. David Tell? Are you on the phone, Dave? Yes, I'm here, guys. Thanks for having me. Super. Okay, for my the few listeners out there in my audience that might not be aware, I am speaking to one of the veterans of the uh, comedy business and uh, and actually cable TV because you've been on so many shows it's unbelievable besides obviously the late great Insomniac which was an amazing show I mean you've done I'm not going to ramble on all your credits Daily Show um, yeah, did, you are. did an updated Gong Show that was pretty damn cool and, I'll, and I could go on but let's just talk about the new stuff you got a new show on Comedy Central titled Comedy Underground with David Tell Saturday mornings at 1am or some might say maybe late Friday night at 1am how do you prefer this? Uh, I like to call it really early Sunday. Oh, Sunday. Okay, really, you know? really early. No, no, I'm kidding, guys. Kidding, guys. Yeah, no, it's uh, Saturday at 1, and the reason why it's on so late is because it's uncensored, unfiltered. So that's the, um, that's, that, that's how I just host. It's really uh, a show for the comics. I bring on the comics, and they do about four or five minutes, and uh, we also get some special guests drop by, like uh, uh, Amy Schumer or Jim Norton, uh, you know, Jeff Ross. Uh, wow, that's awesome. I mean, it's just like a, it's a fun hang. It's kind of like a club show, and uh, I'm I'm just the uh, I'm just the host, but I love it. Well, okay. Before we talk about that new show uh, that, that, that that we just that you mentioned, let's talk a little bit about Road Work. That's that's a comedy special that is, is available on your website for like five bucks, which is a great deal. So the interesting thing about it is people from the audience actually participated in shooting it. Is was is, is that correct? Yeah, I, I guess in this economy, you know, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta insource. Uh, what I did is I did a mostly club. I did five clubs, and uh, you know, I like to say it's like five clubs, one special. And uh, the clubs that we did, uh, we would we would go in with a very small crew, and we would hand out like, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, just like handheld cameras to the audience, so that they can kind of get the. So that the special would also have kind of like the audience perspective, and I talk to them, you know, I kind of do like crowd work with them, and, uh, you know, so far, like, reactions have been really, really good. I'm kind of blown away by it all, but uh, people people really do enjoy, like, the club setting, and, you know, most specials, as you guys know, you guys know comedy, I've done in, like, big theaters, it's like an event. Right. So, you've done uh, shows on networks for with sponsors, and also without them on, like, HBO and Showtime, so do you find it a little less stressful when you don't have to worry about commercial breaks and sponsors, because my producer's trying to load me down with buttloads of promotions and commercials right now, <laughs> it's a drag, so what's your preference, doing with, you know, you know what I'm saying, basic cable or you know pay cable um for comedy it's always best when it's unfiltered and uncensored because most of the comedy people actually see like on uh, talk shows you know like uh the letterman leno shows in the past have been like uh the material has really gone through like uh you know a lot of different um 
a lot of different levels of, of you know, just like censorship. I'm not saying like censorship like this in North Korea, but like, you know, basically, right. you know, the legal team has gone through the material to make sure it's not offensive, doesn't, you know, uh, this and that. And it really just take a lot of the meat, a lot of the fun out of the jokes, out of the uh, doing this at, you know, first of all, it's hard to do comedy for like four and a half, five minutes, six minutes. You know, it's not like music where it's like, you know, okay, we can just kind of like go, you know, la-da, and it's over. You really need a punchline. You have to go out on a big note. And uh, everybody, <clears throat> everybody who's done the show was blown away that they were like, wow, I can do whatever I want. That's how it should be. And it was refreshing for the comics, I think, and the audience watching at home to see, like, real comedy done in a real space, done for the sake of the joke, you know, not just for the sake of, like you said, sponsorship. So I would say any person who can do it uncensored is the place to do it. And they and they're doing this on basic cable. That's that's pretty. Uh, I don't I don't think I've seen that a whole lot. So that this is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Maybe Disney's next. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, um, maybe. <laughs> hey, your series on Showtime, Dave's Old Time Porn, was an interesting show, and I know I've never seen anything like that before on cable. You went old school, you know, when the industry was more boogie nights than the current slick studio stuff. So how'd you come up with that idea? Well, I'm uh, very familiar with the topic. Yeah. Wink, yeah. Wink. Yeah, I, I know a lot about the retro, uh, vintage, uh, adult filmmaking. And I always thought that it would be great because unlike today's uh, adult movies, there's a lot of story, there's a lot of... There's things in, in the retro stuff that you never see besides a lot of, uh, you know, hair, if you know what I mean. There's yes. a lot of... Um, there's a lot of story, there's a lot of, like, just, like, incredibly overacting, cheesy setups, you know, and it's just fun to make fun of. And I think every guy's done that when they've watched those things, thinking, like, you know, why is there a car chase in this? Why are they not, you know, just doing it? And uh, what I did is I brought out other comics and then the actual stars who, um, who, uh, right. who actually were in the movies. Mm-hmm. And we did, like, a tribute to them. And it's uh, an idea that I came up with. Uh, Stuart, who's a great guy, he also works in television. So we, we, we just figured we could do this kind of, like, no budget thing at Showtime and it would be cool. I mean, dude, it was, it was, and the people who saw it, they loved it. I mean, it was like on for two seasons and I hope to eventually restart the show at some point. Okay. All right. Well, uh, before we go, I wanted to ask you lastly, what has been your most memorable moment in stand-up comedy? And that is a tr- cliche trite question, but it is in my contract. So do, can you throw out just a little story? Yeah, that's a great question. The most memorable moment, I think, for any comic is when they get to do any kind of television. The first time when they get to do TV, for me, it was, I believe, Letterman. And uh, that wasn't, like, my first thing. But when you do Letterman, then you know, like, you're a real comic. So, like, when I did Letterman, uh, I was like, I could not believe it. I was smiling the whole time. I got to sit next to him. And it really was, like, I guess what comics performing I've done in uh, with Carson. You know, with Johnny Carson, but uh, for Letterman, that was really what I knew. I was a comic. Like you could call your parents and go, "I'm on Letterman." I can't right. believe it. You call your friends, and you all get around. You can watch it on TV. And the first time I ever saw myself on TV was almost like my last. But I cannot watch myself. But I watched that, and I was like, "Wow, this is it. This is now I really am a comic." It's like I had a day job up until then, and right. then after that, I was like, "This is what I'm going to do." You know. Thank you. That is a good question. All right. Uh, okay. Once again, David Tell's new show on Comedy Central, Comedy Underground, with David Tell, airs Saturday uh, mornings at 1 a.m. or what I guess I call late Friday nights. But uh, anyway, I would highly recommend people to check this out. It pushes the envelope as far as basic cable will allow, and maybe push it a little bit further. So uh, I want to thank you very much, Dave, for taking the time to check in with us. 
No, thank you guys, and thanks for helping me get the word out. I would just like to say one other thing. Uh, some of the download money will go to a charity that I've been supporting, which is Operation Purple. It's for the um, it's for the children of military veterans uh, to send them to a, a summer camp. Uh, a lot of guys, when they're deployed, or um, you know, like this, and as we know, you know, some of the soldiers don't come back. Right. Their kids <clears throat> go through a lot of problems. This is a summer camp that sends them away and they get to go through all these great programs so it's a really good cause and you know i'm trying to raise some money to help send these kids camp so I, i'm sorry if i'm not saying it correctly but it is a great cause we'll tell you what yeah, we'll, see what we can, we'll see what we can do to get that up on our website also so tell you yeah. what you uh you take it easy and thank you so much okay thank you guys have a great weekend all right for all who love beautiful music there's one program you must hear this is the Spud Goodman Show. All right, it's musical guest interview time. Please welcome a very fine band from Seattle, Washington, the Purrs. All right, please do state for our listeners your name, instrument, and favorite president. You got like 44 choices on that one. Yeah, totally. My name's Jim. I play bass and sing, and it's Taft. All right, super. My name is Liz. I play guitar and sing backups. Uh, Lincoln. Good call. Jason Milne. I play guitar. I'd have to pick Carter. Ooh. Hey, I'm Craig. I play drums, and I'd say John Adams. Nice. All right. Always a strong are, choice. All right. My, I think my all-time favorite uh, POTUS is Rutherford, Rutherford P. B. Hayes. Excuse me, B. Um, he was a Republican, but that was well before you know the party went whacked. Do you want so, to know my favorite president? No, I really don't. Okay, now the purse sound, it's very polished and layered. It sounds to my well-worn ears, and I have a lot of high miles on my ears, that you guys have put a hell of a lot of work into your music. You've released seven full-length CDs, you know, in your years with and over the years, and your latest, The Boy with Astronaut Eyes on Thin Records. I mean, that's so prolific. I don't even know what the heck to say. But what, here's what I want to, here's what my first question is. How the hell does a band stay together that long? I mean, in marriage years, that's like 110 at least. Yes, that's exactly right. And uh, How did this happen? Well, just like marriages that last a long time, we don't talk mm. anymore. We're Ooh. not friends. Write this down, chick. That's good advice. We don't, we don't have sex. Okay. And we're basically just... Nobody you know, does. Hollow shells of our former selves. Just like, you know, people who are like, married for like, 100 years. But that's like a winning formula. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You should patent that. All right. Like radio. Um, so, what's the biggest change or adjustment of any the band has experienced in your many years together? Change in. in what? Just, I mean, any adjustments or anything? Has is, is everything just, just stayed on the same course? Have you taken any right turn, left turns? Any, anything that's. No, we really haven't changed at all since we first started, pretty much, right? Except for my part. Oh, yeah. We keep changing out guitar players. The the biggest change to deal with, and which can take a lot of time and effort, is, yes, the rhythm guitarist is the one position that's changed, and Liz is our newest member, and yeah, she's been, a lot of effort. She's been here like three years now, something like that. Yeah. Well, that's not exactly a rookie. She's been around a while, too. Wow. That's the newest member, huh? Yeah. Three years. Wow. All right. Um, did she pass the, the audition then? She's gonna stay. Yeah. She she did a great audition. <laughs> uh, she came in, th- belched, and that spilled a beer. You realize you've already used up your question for the rest of the whole show Dang now. It. All right. What are the long term goals of the band, other than obviously to receive what is clearly overdue, massive public acceptance and love? Um, well, I'd like to I'd like to keep touring and uh, playing rock and roll mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, super. Yeah, playing 
Tacoma as often as possible. All right, well, this, this first song is going to go out to the world because we're on that, uh, I think they call it the World Wide Web. Uh, what's the name of the first song, and is there a backstory? And if not, make one up, please. Uh, this song is called American is Apple Pie, and it's just part of the whole lineage of all these new songs, which is just basically a full-on descent after being kicked to the curb. <laughs> Got ya. Well, let's do Job-wise, it. Job-wise, whatever, you know. Let's right. rock this. You ready?
is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. Feeling like you are in a dead-end job? Draining each day going to a work environment that doesn't value what you bring to the table? Well, maybe it's time for a new direction. We at the New Careers Placement Center are dedicated to helping you match your passion with the high-paying job that you have dreamt of. That's the New Career Placement Center. Find us in the phone book. We have three offices to serve you. Spud, Spud, your mom is on the phone right now. Really? Hello? Mom, you there? If you're calling, can, can this wait till after the show, please? No, you know, right after the show, my favorite program is on, Family Feud, on the Game Show Network. That show will live forever. Yeah. Mom, I bought you a DVR so you can watch your shows whenever you want. That's what DVRs are for. But what if the machine breaks or something? Then I would miss an episode. It's not worth the risk. That's right, that's right, that's right. I'm sorry, but we have to run another commercial right now. Roll it. Finding that little pea shooter Saturday night special just not giving you a feeling of true security? Do you lay awake at night wondering if you really do have enough firepower to fend off a possible home invasion by cartel members? Then Grant's Gun Emporium is there for you. Just drop by as we are open 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. six days a week. We are closed on Mondays. That's family day for our employees. So see you soon at Grant's Gun Emporium. Sorry, Mom. Before we were so rudely interrupted, I was saying you really need to start using the DVR I got you for Christmas. It's going to change your life. I tell you this. I've said it so many times. But what if the power goes out? That has happened at least two or three times in the last 40 years or so. You never know. I know, Mom. But if the power goes out, you know you can't watch the show anyway, you know? What do you mean? Ms. Good, my parents don't use their DVR either. The only thing on theirs is a, are a couple taxicab confessions from HBO that I haven't deleted from, gosh, a long time ago. Okay, Mom, I'm long, coming over tomorrow and showing you ago. once again how to use the damn thing. Oh, okay. And I, I wanted to say I really love the band tonight. They really rock. What's their name again? The Stairs? No, Mom, it's the purrs. Purrs. And I will tell them, okay? They're still with us. I will tell them that you like them. All right. All right. Okay. Bye, Mom, by the way. Next up is my clip of the week. This one is in honor of the late Piers Morgan. He didn't die or anything. You know, CNN just canceled his show. I thought this little segment with the legendary, compassionate conservative Ann Coulter on the pros and cons of cannabis use would be a nice gesture in memory of his show. Here it is. Absolutely no evidence that cannabis is any worse well, I than alcohol. So why is it illegal and cannabis? Well, I'm and trying to answer, but as alcohol? soon as I answer, you're going to interrupt me and say no, it's not. What do you keep saying? No, that's not true. Then explain why. But that, well, I keep trying to, and you keep interrupting. Well, now I'm going to explain now. So don't interrupt. Um, look, the. Um, so don't interrupt. Um, um, look, the. Um, don't interrupt. Um, Look, the sole purpose for smoking pot or eating a pot brownie is to get high. That is not true with alcohol. That is not true with alcohol. That is not true with alcohol. Yes, People it is. enjoy. Well, maybe you're a 14-year-old. Maybe you're a 14-year-old. They're going to everybody. Everybody drinks alcohol to get slightly higher than when they start drinking it. You, 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 you can tell if somebody's been smoking pot. You can tell if somebody's been smoking pot. Their eyes are red. They giggle at. 
everything and their eyes are red. They giggle at everything and their eyes are red. They giggle at everything. And by the way, they're incapable of carrying on the normal functions of life. Have you ever life. smoked pot? No, I haven't. Never in your Almost life? Almost none of my friends have because they're athletes. So how do you know what it, what it does? Because I'm around potheads. Many of my best really? friends are potheads. How many? So how do you know what it, what it So how do you know? None of my friends have because they're athletes. So many, many of my best really? friends are potheads. None of my friends have because they're athletes. So many, many of my best really? friends are potheads. How, how many potheads are you around? a lot of them, well, um, look, well, um, look, potheads can still get their pot. They're probably self-medicating. Let me ask you, nobody has ever overdosed on cannabis. Nobody has ever overdosed on cannabis. Did you know that? So what? So what? They can't perform daily functions. They're going to be on my tax bill. But you accept that people die of smoking. You accept that people can overdose on too much alcohol. Well, everybody dies eventually. So what? So what? Everybody dies eventually. The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter will return in just a moment. But and check. You know, these flipping commercial spots are really messing up my timing. Mm-hmm. Just when I get going, we have to air one of those things. Uh, Fred, we always used to have commercials on the show. I mean, back in the early AM radio days and, and absolutely in the cable TV days, except for that year on public access. I think you're spoiled with doing fun. internet radio where there are no commercials and you can swear all day if you feel like it. I cannot lie. I have grown accustomed to the flexibility of what internet radio can I offer. I knew it. You know, you know what we never you know we didn't we didn't have that when we were on the other side you know the cable tv business i mean it, we just there were there were restrictions and i now bit. now i can drop all the f bombs i feel like all day long if i want to i mean i can spew all sorts of profanity and no one is going to say a word you know is that why you never say any of those words on the air? I was wondering why you just avoid saying so you can get away with it. Is it because no one cares? Maybe Anyway, I'm being told we have to stop and uh, run another frickin' advertisement! Looking to put a little spice into love life? Well, the Love Closet is there for you. We are proud to have served the community for over 23 years. Our motto is, there is no excuse for a stale love life, just a lack of imagination. And that's nothing that a trip to the Love Closet won't take care of. That's the Love Closet. We are here for you. I kind of like that commercial, Spud. It wasn't so bad. You'll get used to this again, and things will be just fine. I don't think so, all right? Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to have to give up like 10 minutes of my show each week to air these things. It's only an hour show. That's, you know, that's like almost mm, like 22, 23 uh, maybe percent or something. Uh, well, at least, maybe more. But, but wait, but no one, uh, uh, wait, no, On One is saying we have to play another one to keep on the schedule. Lori sent us. Go ahead, On One, play it. There is a time for everything in life, and that does include planning for the end. End of life, that is. And we at Turner Funeral and Crematorium are committed to meeting the needs of our customers. There is no request too excessive for our staff, because in this difficult time, the last thing a family needs is to worry about the details. We pride ourselves in full-service funerals. So when the time comes, come to Turner Funeral and Crematorium. We are there for you. 
Yeah, well, there it is. I, 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 I'm, how can I follow that? I'm not expecting to miss a beat. Well, I thought I think you were talking about giving up like 31 percent of our shows a commercial. What's 10 minutes out of an hour? You know, you, you times the minutes and subtract the total by half, right? What? I, I'm just agreeing with you with, with you about the sacrifices we're making here with advertising, but it is a necessary evil, Spud. Don't you want to continue to do the radio show? I prefer to answer that question off the air, right? Really? Yeah, right anyway, right now, let's let's do the freaking show. We got to take a call. I I hope from our next guest. Check and see if he's on the line. Who is it? Spud, we got a call. Super. Uh, is this Craig? Yes, it's Craig Shoemaker. Super, Mr. Craig Shoemaker. Well, I, I want to tell my <laughs> listeners to say hello to. Uh, let me give you. Let me give you a little bit of your bio. Stand-up comedian, actor, writer. Uh, gosh, you're coming to Seattle. You're going to be appearing this Saturday night, the 26th, at the Triple Door, uh, with two shows. I guess it's the Love Master Farewell Tour, and the shows are at 7 and 10 p.m. Uh, am I up to speed on this? You're up to, that's, all, that's all good. I'm glad you're telling me. I never know until I get there. Is By it, the way, I'm happily married, and but I'm also uh, divorced from someone else. And, and both shows at the Triple Door benefit shows, and all proceeds go to my ex-wife. I just thought I'd let you know that yeah. your cover goes to her Botox. Yeah, yeah. We have a little bit of experience with that, but our income redistribution isn't quite at the same level as yours. But um, let me give my listeners a brief bio uh, of you. And uh, okay, so you were comedian of the year in 1997. Your Love Master character currently has two routines in the all time top 10 list on Sirius XM's comedy channel. Your podcast, Laugh It Off, is number 35 on iTunes, which is pretty damn impressive. That's considering good. There's a billion of them out there. Um, and, and the cool thing is you get to be a semi-regular on the soap the bold and the beautiful because like james franco's on general hospital that seems to be the thing to do now like going off to play winter ball for baseball players to stay sharp in the off season this is how'd you get that gig well, well they wrote a part and I, I play a porn producer i don't know oh. where they came up with this yeah but, really so, I, uh, yeah i get to uh I, I get to make up my own lines which is fantastic on a soap opera because they figure nobody's watching. There's no censors. They don't even care anymore about soap. So, what the hell? Oh, cool. Um, so, uh, you also have a recurring role as the Pawnee Tea Party leader on Parks and Recreation on NBC. Did you have to do any research for the role, like learn how to be ill-informed and grumpy? Well, and I, I, I love the uniform they give me. They right. put me in a tri-corner and knickers. So. Um, I, I used it when I went to the premiere of Les Miserables. I'm such a Les Mis freak. I, just, I went to Javert, so it was a, it was perfect for. I gave it back though. I just want you to know. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they stick me. They it's it's called the head of the Liberty or Die party. I guess they don't want to offend anybody, which of, of the easily offended. Yeah, well, well so, we can we can handle that one. Uh, not a problem. I'll offend them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, I understand. Now, just remember. Just remember. I'm not saying those lines. They're written for me. Okay. I got but you. I am. I am writing the porn producer lines. I'm, one time I said to him, I said, "Look, you're selling her a mattress. Remember two things now: firm and firm." Gotcha. All right. Super. Um, hey, I understand this. Uh, this is going to be your last comedy tour after many, many years on the road. It's been a big part of your life. Are you, you having any second thoughts now that the, that the final moments kind of getting here? Well, yeah, uh, New Year's Eve will be the, the last. And, uh, yeah, I, I have it every time I'm on a stage. I think, oh, my God, this is my last time. Like this weekend, I'll be saying to myself, well, it's my last time at the Triple Door. I love this place. And I can't even imagine not coming back. But uh, 
I might come back in some other form. I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be like an Andy Kaufman thing. <laughs> I don't oh. know. But I'll, but I'll do it alive. I'll, I'll make comedy in different ways because it certainly is important. As a matter of fact, we're doing a, a documentary about the healing powers of laughter. And that's the one thing that I will miss is that live response as opposed to, you know, making film and other platforms and the webcast and so on. I mean, it's uh, there is nothing like a, a live performance to get that. But uh, I'm well, definitely going to uh, retire certain parts of my act, especially uh, the Love Master and uh, Barney Fife. I mean, people love when I do Barney Fife, but now it's a point where the kids in the audience are going, that doesn't sound like Barney the Dinosaur at all. Um, hey, I'm sorry. We need to take yet one more stupid commercial break here, Craig. I'm very sorry about this. We'll be, we'll be right back. Looking to show that special loved one that you care? Really care? Do you want to leave no doubt in that loved one's mind that he or she is the one? The true love of your life? Then you really need to visit us at Jensen Jewelers. Our nine local locations to serve you carry a wide selection of both fine jewelry and also trinkets that will score you some points and buy you some time until you're ready for the big purchase. So drop on by and see why we were voted number two in the favorite national chain jewelry store category in this city. That's Jensen Jewelers. We'll see you soon. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. I apologize. So, uh, hey, you mentioned laughter uh, uh, in terms of healing. I got to ask you this. Is, is, can laughter heal people? Because if that's true, my co-host and I maybe need to go back to comedy school because that would be that'd be pretty cool to do the, the Benny Hinn thing, but for real. You're talking about for real, correct? No, there's no question about it. I mean, it oxygenates your body. Healing endorphins are released. Stress is relieved, which is the big disease causer. Boosts your immune system. These are all proven facts. Wow. And we're going to talk about that in the movie. We have a movie we're doing, uh, Live to Laugh and Laugh to Live. And we're going to take seven people with various illnesses and put them through these laughter programs that I developed when my friend got brain cancer and I became a caregiver. And I, uh, this is when I really, really saw the conditions that people are under when they're under uh, illness and you know when they have disease and things like that. I mean, when you're battling that, you've got to find laughter to even have a will to live and my friend by the way they gave him three months to live and that was 14 years ago he has brain cancer and he's still here oh, that's, that's and uh, the movie's dedicated to him and um, you know, he wrote Cool Runnings and Little Giants he's a big comedy guy and he directed my first film The Love Master and it's a real inspiration for me to, to just carry this message in a different way and have people have a better understanding that we really need to have this purposeful laughter in our lives you have to include it as part of your wellness and there's too much you know depressed you literally cannot be depressed at the same time you're laughing you can't go i'm depressed <laughs> i'm bankrupt <laughs> see it's just a way of shifting the energy and it's such a a wonderful way to live and if you've noticed that comedians who don't get into you know the drugs and the alcohol and stuff they live a long time just by being around laughter i mean jack penny george burns bob hope uh, Phyllis Diller, Sid Caesar on their 90s and even 100. And, you know, uh, Don Rickles and Bob Newhart and Joan Rivers are still going. And it's it's so good for you just to even be around it. I never um, I never really thought about that in terms of, yeah, you, wow. Um, so I got to ask you this about the Love Master character. Um, how, how would you describe it for, for, for people that are coming to the show that maybe have not seen the character before? Well, he's a guy that channels through me. I was a geek growing up, and I'm sure I haven't met you guys, but I'm assuming if you're in radio that you're identifying with that. So, what? Uh, right. <laughs> right. Well, listen, we don't get in entertainment because we were the quarterback and the handsome ones and got a lot of prom dates. 
Yeah. That's why we get into entertainment. We're getting even with all the girls that wouldn't go to the prom with us. So uh, the girls, when I was growing up, they all used the F word with me. You know, friend. I was always the friend. And uh, they would go to the bathroom with me. You know, I was like the geeky friend. 5'1 in high school, 92 pounds. I mean, I'm 6'2", 200 now, but... That's besides the point. It's still in me that these girls treat me like that, and they always wanted a badass. And they go, oh, Craig, fix me up with Tommy, fix me up with George. I get, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh, give the geek a chance, baby. The love master, I love you so good. Your neighbor will have a smoke, baby. Oh, yeah. Wow. We could have used a few that, tips that, from you. If and you want to kill comes- that off? What's that? I said, you want to kill that character off? Maybe they can give you a little pill and you can keep it going another year. Well, no, I need to shut them down. I've got four kids, for God's sake. No more Love Master. But by the way, a lot of people do get action after I set them up and uh, (laughs) go home and knock her down. I mean, I've had children conceived in the parking lot. I'm not even exaggerating. Where Every guy tries to be the Love Master. And uh, so uh, a lot of births have happened. That also has to do with laughter healing, too. It's like it's a fertility. So it's, it's, and I get a two for one because I teach the guys how to be a love master. And they, they go home and they laugh and they have a good time. And the guy pretends he's this, this Lothario. And uh, it's, uh, it's a, again, it's an energetic shift that takes place. So, uh, it's, but he's being retired. And, but there's plenty of film. I have a show out called Datitude. If you want to see that, it's on Showtime and uh, Netflix and so on. It's, uh, it's, and it's all about raising kids in this generation, plus a little bit of Love Master in there. Uh, all right, super, super. Once again, you will be appearing this Saturday, the 24th, at the Triple Door in Seattle the, on the Love Master Farewell Tour. There's going to be two shows, 7 and 10 p.m. Craig, thank you very much for calling in tonight. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. All right, Talk take, to you a little bit. Take Bye. care. The Spud Goodman Show. Some people like it. All right, once again, our musical guest, The Purrs. Interrupting transmission I need to get a message out Stop whatever you're doing Cause I don't have much time If you pay me $50 Then I feel I'm for the slaughter If you pay me $50 more I promise to go away Since we 
This is the Spud Goodman Show. Hey, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and you're listening to the first member of the KISS Army. It's Spud Goodman. Right here on the Spud Goodman Show. Keep it tuned. And now let's hear some kiss so we can get paid. Okay, Spud, on one, on, on one side, there's a little boy on the phone. We should probably take that. He could be calling 911 got us by mistake or something. Well, he just interrupted what we were going to do, but fine. Okay. H- hello, little boy. Are you there? They, they said he's holding. Is anyone on the line? Hey, you little brat. You know, you know what it is. It's it's flipping accordion, Joe. Yeah. Okay, that's how it's gonna be, huh? Accordion Joe has some little kid call in, and he subjects our audience to more accordion music. He's coming into the back door. Used a little kid. Uh, Okay. Well, a little accordion is not that bad, but I I think you're being kind of harsh on him. You know, always let him play on the show at least for a few seconds. No, no, no. This would be a great time for one of those commercial breaks. Have you had more than three DUIs? Do you get tired of having to utilize the ignition lock device when you've only had just a couple beers? Is the system getting you down? Do you feel like you might as well just stay at home on a weekend as it's just too much hassle to go out and socialize? Well, we at the Franklin, Darrington, and Jones Law Firm are here for you. So the next time you find yourself wondering if it's even worth it to leave the house, rest assured, we at the Franklin, Darrington, and Jones Law Firm will be there for you. Thank you. And he didn't miss a beat, Spud. You got to admit, he is relentless. I will give him that. I need to move on here, though. So right now, I, 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 I think, I hope we have a call, I believe, from the, the people at NFL Films. They did a documentary on the Seattle Seahawks this past season. Check and see. I, I think. Spud, we have a call. All right. Um, I, I believe I'm speaking with Mr. Kevin Bushman from NFL Productions. Is that correct? Yes. All right, super. Now, you were the director-producer on the documentary Seattle Seahawks Super Bowl Champions. That sounds good. That sounds awesome. Um, I I guess I need to say that the film is still now airing at the Cinerama Theater in Seattle, Washington, until April 30th with, and this is very important, with 12% of the proceeds going to Ben's Fund, a charitable organization working with autism research. Uh, Thanks for checking in with us, Kevin, tonight. You're welcome. All right. Now, I'm no math major, but this last Super Bowl was like number X, L, V, uh, let's see, one, two, three. What does that add up to anyway? 48. 48. Wow. Chick, we're getting old because I remember almost all of those. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so the film is a documentary, but if you were making a scripted major motion picture, could you have come up with a more interesting character than, say, Richard Sherman? No, I he uh, he's one of the best players we've ever put a microphone on as far as entertainment value. Um, is how would you? Uh, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is when you went into the editing room with Richard's uh, material, uh, was that a challenge to uh, pick out exactly what to use because you had so many options? That was one of the challenges. Yeah, he uh, he definitely likes to talk. Yeah, that's the word on the street, is it? Yeah. Um, did you have to leave a lot of good stuff on the cutting room floor from him? Uh, a little bit, but I think we got most of the, the best stuff in there. 
Okay, all right. Um, hey, when you set out to make a sports documentary, off the record, uh, sometimes do you hope for like one team to win it all, so it's so it kind of fits the narrative you're working on. I, you know, I guess what I'm saying is, did you, did you have a plan B? Like, did did you also give any thought that there was like maybe a a two percent chance that the Denver Broncos might have won? Well, for me personally, what we do is we produce two films up to the Super Bowl. So we had one for the Broncos and we had one for the Seahawks. I just happened to be working on the NFC. And uh, so I was rooting hard for the Seahawks because if the team that loses, we just kind of pitch that. Uh, it never gets made, so that film. So I was a big Seahawks fan on Super Bowl Sunday. Do, do you send off like does the other guy that, that, that does not uh, does not win this, his team does not win? Do you send that, that footage off to like the third world or something? and They use it like they do the t-shirts and hats or just. I yeah, it's probably something like the t-shirts and hats because uh, it it never gets made. It just production stops. Okay. I heard now. Now my sources in the NFL tell me that you guys are moving your offices to Seattle to save on travel fare. Uh. Not true, huh? I'm not really. Uh, I'm not at liberty to say on, on that. See, 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 see. Yeah, I think, rumors, I think that's a no. He's trying to be polite. What? All right. Was there any player or coach that uh, that maybe gave you something uh, extra special that you'll that you remember? Any anybody from the team at all besides Richard? Uh, we had uh, Coach Carroll. He wore a microphone, and uh, so did uh, um, Russell. Russell Wilson, okay. Uh, he wore one too. He uh, he wore one at one of the home games, and it was kind of neat. But he was uh, he, the way he was with the fans before the game. I thought that was that was really neat. He probably didn't have to bleep a lot with Russell, though, huh? No, Russell. No, he was he was a very good team leader, uh, and uh, yeah, very very nice. All right, I, I was really impressed with him. The film is now still being screened at the Cinerama until April 30th. Fans can purchase it on DVD and Blu-ray now, though, uh, and multiple outlets. Kevin, we want to thank you so very much for calling in tonight. Uh, we're trying to keep that memory alive, I guess, uh, and uh, with this film, we're able to do so. So thank you so much for calling in. All right. My pleasure. It has been decided, maybe since the safety in the first quarter, the teams are going to head to the middle of the field. That is going to do it. Twelves, they're bringing the trophy home. Your Seahawks, Super Bowl 48 champions. This is the Spud Goodman Show. I can't take this. You know, I don't know about you, but I feel like I need to maybe take two showers after tonight's show. Well, it's been a change, but sometimes change is good. You have in the past had some difficulty dealing with change, but a lot of time it's been for the best. Well, I just hope our illustrious executive producer is pleased the show is now basically like the home shopping network. I'm surprised she isn't having us like demonstrate how to use some super duper blender or vacuum cleaner live on the air. Wouldn't that be hard to demonstrate on the radio? I could do right? it because I'm a highly trained professional broadcaster. I know you but could. But would I? I would prefer to pull out my molars, upper and lower, with pliers before I would stoop so low. So that's never going to happen on my show. Uh, so brother, tell me we have one last commercial layer. Don't flip out or anything, but... Yeah.
There's pizza, and there's pizza. We at the House of Pizza, now our new location downtown off Pacific, and of course our original restaurant on the waterfront off Jackson, want you and your family to know that we really have appreciated the opportunity to serve you over the last 12 years. From pizza to pasta to super sub sandwiches, the House of Pizza is still the place to be when you want the best in food and fun. That's the House of Pizza. Really? Was that necessary? How much money do they want to squeeze out of this program? And, and... How did anyone sell so many freaking commercials? Well, look on the bright side here. Maybe with money coming in, we can afford to buy better beer here in the studio. No more Pabst Blue Ribbon, huh? Super. But but I kind of like PBR. Yeah, everybody okay. does. I'm going to be going to this week's staff meeting, and rest assured, this is the last show our listeners will have to deal with being carpet bombed with commercials. Well, I was kind of looking forward to maybe having free bagels here, like no more four-day-old ones that are being tossed out in the dumpster. You see, that's how capitalism works. They suck you in by, you know, like with those 70-inch TVs while you're walking around Costco and you see them, and then you go home and and you look at what you thought was a pretty cool 48-inch flat screen, and suddenly, yes, suddenly, you feel like you have the smallest set in the neighborhood. And that can devastate a man's self-esteem, you know? Yeah, I do. But but I'm not a sellout. I just like food that's not totally stale and beer that doesn't taste like it's been cut five or six times. Look, I'm going to deal with the food and beer issue at the staff meeting, okay? Just have my back when I let her know that we refuse to be whores. Okay. A commercial or two is fine. But, you know, I'd, I don't know. I just want some say on what we're pushing on this show. I mean, do you do you want to be associated with a company selling overpriced junk? Okay, okay, okay. I'll let you handle things at the staff meeting. Just promise, promise me you won't throw stuff around and yell really loud. Well, you know, I do not like to make promises I cannot keep. Uh, but I don't want to hold my hands over my ears like I did when my parents when, did when they were splitting up. It was touch and go for a year or so. Okay, I need to wrap the show right now. Okay, this... <sighs> that is unless somebody else wants to air one more commercial. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. Uh, I am Spud Goodman. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and adios. Once again, here are the purrs. Because it does your body no good Oh yeah, it does
stand to clean up Washington, D.C. He has the heart and the strength and youth. He's never been beat, cause he tells the truth. So ride with Nixon, and you'll keep your take-home payments. Vote for Nixon, and we'll be winning all the way. Night had his stick, and he chose Nick. Vote for Nixon on election day. You have just heard a reasonable facsimile of a radio program. If this was not a real radio program, you would have been instructed to go to another website in hopes of finding one. The Spud Goodman Radio Show represents the last line of defense in our ongoing battle to rid the world of generic entertainment. Get involved! Together, we can make a difference. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions, original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon, executive producer is Lori Madsen, and associate producer is Derek Schneider, live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio, musical commentaries by the folk singers in hell. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of this station, the sponsors, or any other living being except Spud Goodman. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Welcome to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Hi, and welcome to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report, the postiest post show report in town. I'm Ivy Quinn, and with me tonight I have Derek, Dave, on one, the elegant chick hunter hi and special guests that were really kind and and were very very nice to stay the purrs <laughs> um so chick how how's he doing who spud well he's a little upset about all the commercials i know i can't believe he totally sold out well, no that's not it at all well what is it well no it's a, well our illustrious producer, Miss Madsen, is working really hard to get us some money to continue the show. 
So that's why we had to do it. Well, that was a really nice rephrasing and very positive, but I'm just so glad we don't have any commercials in this hour. Sure, can't have that, no. So hey, I get $60 a minute per uh, finished product, so I just, this is gravy train for me. Well, I'm just glad Ooh. there's none of that this hour. Feels good. I what? feel clean. You get so, paid? Let's go ahead and lead off tonight's musical selections with a cut from L.A.-based band, The Dolly Rots. Here is Because I'm Awesome.
fortunate that the Purrs have accepted Spud's invitation to we hang around the for the second hour. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. I wondered what those chains were for. Um, before we discuss what they're up to and stuff, we're going to have a song. What do you have for us? The song is called Taste of Monday. Guess right? One, two, three, four. <laughs>
You're listening to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. My God, you guys are amazing. I mean, you you made it look effortless, and it was so powerful. (laughs) I'm just, like, blown away. Well, they're all lying on the floor playing. That's why it looks effortless. (laughs) We're lazy. Um, Tired. I have a a special little intro for our listening audience that sort of describes you guys. So here's what has been prepared. The Purrs are veterans of the Seattle music scene and have toured extensively since forming 10 years ago. The Purrs have recorded seven full-length CDs with the newest release, The Boy with Astronaut Eyes, on Finn Records. So, can I ask a quick question about The Boy with Astronaut Eyes? Sometimes Chick has nightmares. He doesn't have, like, astronaut eyes, like, in his hands. It's more like his outlook or his way of looking on the world or how people perceive him. It's not bad. Right. Okay. So, see, I told you you didn't need to worry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He, they're not in his pockets. He doesn't have a jar. It's how he is. Okay. 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 I just, it's just the whole image thing was like, duh. I know, honey. It's all right. All right. Um, so how did you get so awesome? Um, in 50 words or less. Yeah. We work. We practice a crap ton. Well, it's apparent the second we because stop, you make... The second we, we stop rehearsing, it falls apart. It atrophies so fast. It's, y- it's You amazing. make it look totally easy. I mean, Thank you guys you. were beautiful. I mean, it was, like, beautiful to watch. Yeah. And, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, well, if, if you're not getting better, you're falling behind. If if you don't mind, would you play another song for us? Sure. This is, this is a, a, a dirgy one. Is that cool? That's amazing. Right. I... Yeah. The song... <laughs> Must admit I felt relief when the red lights came 
took him away in cuffs and stuck him in the back of a car And he looked out the window as the world passed him by Was it really worth it? Did it mean a thing at all? Would anybody This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Thank you so much. You were fantastic, breathtaking, amazing. I I can't come up with enough superlatives. You will be, this experience is going to haunt me, and you will be the soundtrack to my life for like the next couple months. Excellent. And thank you. And do you have any shows coming up or anything you want to promote? Let's plug. Actually, we don't have a single show, right? We don't. We don't ever. But you. We just played. Our next show will be in. That we know will be in Seattle on July nineteenth. July nineteenth. July. So people should like you on Facebook so they can pay attention and keep up to date. We're on iTunes and all that usual garbage. And that is where they can get the boy with astronaut eyes. On Finn Records. That's totally true. Well, Thank somebody, you. Somebody let them play before Ju- July 19th. Yeah. And, and please okay. come back to Tacoma. Thank Sheesh. you so much. Of course. And I believe now it is officially time for Derek's first clip. Bump it is officially that time. Hey, Derek, how are you? Hey, doing good, Chick. How about you? Uh, okay. Thank you. Hey. Yeah? That, yeah. That's it? Yeah. All right. I've had those days Get before. to work. Derek, we need some clip in here. <laughs> All right, so our first clip of the night uh, comes from the Dave Attell interview talking about his old show, Dave's Old Porn. I love Dave Attell. Yeah. Hey, your series on Showtime, Dave's Old Time Porn, was an interesting show, and I know I've never seen anything like that before on cable. You went old school, you know, when the industry was more boogie nights than the current slick studio stuff. So how'd you come up with that idea? Well, I'm uh, very familiar with the topic. Yeah, wink, yeah. Wink. Yeah, I, I, I know a lot about the retro, uh, vintage, uh, adult filmmaking. And I always thought that it would be great because unlike today's uh, adult movies, there's a lot of story. There's a lot of there's things in, in the retro stuff that you never see besides a lot of, uh, you know, hair, if you know what I mean. There's yes. a lot of um, there's a lot of story. There's a lot of like just like incredibly overacting, cheesy setups, you know, and it's just fun to make fun of. And I think every guy's done that when they watch those things, thinking like, you know, why is there a car chasing this? Why are they not, you know, just doing it? And uh, what I did is I brought out other comics and then the actual stars who um, who, uh, right. who actually were in the movies. Mm-hmm. And we did like a tribute to them. And it's uh, an idea that I came up with. Uh, Stuart, who's a great guy, he also works in television. So we, we, we just figured we could do this kind of like, no budget thing at Showtime, and it would be cool. I mean, dude, it was, it was, for the people who saw it, they loved it. I mean, it was like on for two seasons, and I hope to eventually restart the show at some point. Well, but I'm kind of out of money because I use my money um, to make it. Hmm. Uh, is it me, though? Is it, or you, do you not see that many pizza delivery guys anymore in porn? Yeah, you're right. That kind of went away. I guess uh, now it's fresh direct or something, you know, yeah, more yeah. whole foods. Yeah, yeah. 30 seconds or Good less. Good point. Okay, well, uh, uh, 
Okay, here's a quick little factoid about porn before we get started on our discussion. All right, let's have Did it. you know that the very first pornographic movie was literally made within months of the technology being available to other people? I'm not surprised. Yeah. So that's like 1896, first film porno. And I bet they were delivering like oats or something. The oat delivery boy. Oh, instead of a pizza delivery guy? It's probably something like that. And it was made by that famous pornographer, Thomas Edison. (laughs) Actually, it was French. It was French. There's one about Marie, someone's room, the room of Marie or something like that. I thought you were talking about the kiss. Um, I thought, no. So it was a pretty hairy porno then. Uh, I didn't watch it. I I just did a little research. They all had mustaches. I think she lifted up her hoop skirt to show a little bit of knee. Okay, don't worry, guys. I'm on it. I'll do the research. Guys, stop it. All right. Well, now it's time for some recorded music because we've dragged this straight into the gutter as usual. Uh, First up is a band that performed on Spud's show a few months back. Here's Blanco Bronco with Masquerade. And then following them are the Blue-Eyed Blacks with Shake the Blues.
got lost in our mistakes So we can't shake the blues again So for Spud's throwback clip of the week, we have the Piers Morgan tribute. He's talking to the always wonderful and ever so delightful Ann Coulter. Me. 
absolutely no evidence that cannabis is any worse well, I than alcohol. So why is it illegal and cannabis well, and I'm trying cigarettes to answer, but as soon alcohol? as I answer, you're going to interrupt me and say, no, it's not. What if you say that's untrue? Then explain why. But that, well, I keep trying to when you keep interrupting. Oh, now go I'm going to explain now. So don't interrupt. Um, look, the, um, so don't interrupt. Um, um, look, the, um, don't interrupt. Um, Look, the sole purpose for smoking pot or eating a pot brownie is to get high. That is not true with alcohol. That is not true with alcohol. That is not true with alcohol. Yes, People it is. enjoy, well, maybe you're a 14-year-old. Maybe you're a 14-year-old. They're going to everybody, still, everybody drinks alcohol to get slightly higher than when they start drinking it. You, 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 you can tell if somebody's been smoking pot. You can tell if somebody's been smoking pot. Their eyes are red, they giggle at every and their eyes are red, they giggle at everything, and their eyes are red, they giggle at everything, and by the way, they're incapable of carrying on the normal functions of life. Have you ever life. smoked pot? No, I haven't. Never in your Almost life? Almost none of my friends have, because they're athletes. So how do you know what it, what it does Because to... I'm around potheads. Many of my best really? friends are potheads. How many? So how do you know what it, what it... So how do you know... None of my friends have, because they're athletes. So how... Many of my best really? friends are potheads. Many... None of my friends have, because they're athletes. So how... Many of my best really? friends are potheads. How many, how many potheads do you have? And in fact, a lot of them... Well, um... Look, well, um, look, potheads can still get their pot. They're probably self-medicating. Let me ask you. Nobody has ever overdosed on cannabis. Nobody has ever overdosed on cannabis. Did you know that? So what? So what? They can't perform daily functions. They're going to be on my tax bill. But you accept that people die of smoking. You accept that people can overdose on too much alcohol. Well, everybody dies eventually. So what? So what? Everybody dies eventually. Now comes the heavy lifting. Where's everybody else? Oh, she's so pugnacious and yeah. bellicose. I think she just likes fighting. She she has that air about her. What do you think, Anwan? Um, I I just I wasn't listening. What what did she say? Said something uh, about her we're, shoes. We're, we're talking about that she's fighting. Never mind. Um, I I, I, I th- thought it was interesting that no one she knows smokes pot, and in the next line, all, all of her friends smoke pot. Well, maybe she was high and she I couldn't heard that. focus. That's an intellectual inconsistency there. Well, um, maybe I'm she was really well, high. Um, I'm surprised she had an intellectual. Well, inconsistency. Were her um, eyes really, she's really so red? Intellectually strenuous. I'm, I'm, I'm not Ann Coulter's friend. Um, okay. okay, so A plus B. Ah, there you go. The only, the only people either she's a total liar, lying face who's lying, or she's got some weird-ass lab in her basement where she's got someone strapped to a board, Hannibal Lecter-style, and she's, like, forced marijuana puffing. I don't know if she has, like, you know, like, fireplace bellows, bellows, and their eyes are propped open, which you're going to make them red anyway, because what she's describing, I know so many people that smoke pot, and they're not like that. I mean, what do you think, Derek? Yeah. Yeah? On one? I mean, look at on one over there. I mean, he's... Perfectly capable. Are, are my eyes red? Are the drops not working? You're not giggling. That's for sure. You're you're sad. <laughs> oh, isn't isn't red supposed to be the Republican color? Yeah, maybe that's how they that's should promote a good it. Good point. They did want the youth vote, right? The red eye party. But you know what? All the people I know that get high all the time, they're old, except for on one. They're I'm, like old. I'm pretty old, dude. You're I'm a like, big I'm boy. Like 28, I think. Oh my god! God, and you still take him out to pasture. He's walked in here all all by yourself too. Pretty old. All right. Well, it's time again for some music. 
First up, we have a new Tacoma band, Radio On. It's led by Stu Miller. He sent this song to Spud and to all Pittsburgh Pirate fans. It's titled Electric No-No, and it details the no-hitter thrown by Pirates pitcher Doc Ellis on June 12, 1970, and his post-game statement that he had taken LSD, that's acid for you hipsters, before the game. In his later years, he maintained his sobriety and worked extensively at treatment facilities and prisons helping others. Sadly, he passed away in 2008 at the age of 63 from a liver condition. And after Electric No-No, we have East Forest, who is Trevor Oswalt from Portland, Oregon with 10 Laws.
musicians singing our way through life together. This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Ivy, 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 Yes. We have a call, and on one said it's Laurie, our producer again. I think you really need to. You need to take it. I'm serious. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, you're probably right. Um, Laurie, are you there? What do you think, Amy? I've been on hold for about two minutes. Still, Ivy. Whatever. You know, it's way too long for me. Listen, honey. I know you want to enjoy this indie radio gig all the musicians fawning over you but time is money and i didn't get here where i am by wasting time you are that aging slacker host of this production is Spud around right now? Um, uh, no Ow. no I, I think he went to on a jack-in-the-box run super he said he was really hungry and starving are you kidding me i send over a food tray and that food isn't good enough for that little prima donna bitch. Sorry. Tell him to get my milkshake. You know, Sorry, he really needs all to watch week. all the junk food he eats. You know, his teeth <laughs> are getting a little tight, you know. Um, is there anything we can do for you, Lori? Okay, well, Allie. Uh, oh my as God, it's eight. Producer, it's I, I slotted know. in ten commercials for the first hour. Where Super. sponsors spent good money to hear their spots. We only aired nine that were booked. You need to run oh, the last no. one right now. No, 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 no. I'm no. going to have to do some serious damage control with these people oh. about running it in the second hour. So do not let this happen again, okay? So run it now, for God's sake. Now! Looking for a car but not anxious to take on a hefty monthly payment with all the other expenses you are currently faced with? Well, you need to drop by Carson Auto Sales, where we promise to make this experience pleasant and stress-free. Yes, we at Carson Auto Sales promise you will leave our lot with a smile, and hopefully with a car that's just right for you. Carson Auto Sales, looking forward to seeing you soon. Uh, Call Lo- it, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Lori, Lo- Lo- we, should, we should probably talk about the commercial right. thing at our staff meeting on Saturday. Spud says he'll never run another one on this show again. Never. Yes. Oh, really? Uh-huh, he never. said that? Uh-huh. That little punk thinks uh, he's going to uh-huh. blow up my new business model? Just make sure all of you are at the meeting on Saturday. That's early. I'm sure I'm Amy will up. be there. I, know, I, 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 saw, meetings. You know, I saw Ms. I Madsen dr- driving listening. around in a... You got that? Yes. Well, ooh, goodbye, wow. Ms. Madsen. Nice talking to you again. Wow, that was pleasant. Okay, so I guess now we're no, going to play... No, I, I, I got... We, Looks like we gotta go to another commercial first. You gotta be kidding me! There's pizza, and there's pizza! We at the House of Pizza, now at our new location, downtown off Pacific, and of course at our original restaurant on the waterfront off Jackson, want you and your family to know that we really have appreciated the opportunity to serve you over the last 12 years. From pizza, to pasta, to super sub sandwiches, the House of Pizza is still the place to be when you want the best in food and fun. That's the House of Pizza! Great. So now I'm not only a filthy, filthy whore and sellout, I'm hungry. Yep. Can we please put on um, some music? That'll that'll change the mood. Um, let's play some, how about Seattle Artist Productive? He performed this song live on Spud's show in November. Here is Basement. Yeah. Like you to do is do a cut off it. How about the basement? Can you do that? I can do that for you. Let's do it. All right. Uh, 
check, check. <laughs> Yo, bring my drums in. Keep it right to the point, but I'm speaking dirty to blowing. Enjoy when I finally get hired, admired by some. But actually, back in me is the drums. Crackling while I'm tackling tracks. Tactical tongue, impeccable teeth, respectable speech. Intelligently, I'm ready to reach new heights. Fuck what you like, new mic, so tonight, I do like the grades do. Make room, there will be no take two. Ain't through the beat, and I ain't you, I ain't you. Story never ending like a trade you. I pay dues, but they refuse to pay you. Every time you play new songs, so I made you a little bit is wrong, but the kid don't get along just fine. Just vibe to the rhythm, bust rhymes one time, two time, three time. See, I'm counting on you. I bounce to the groove that's created by the rhythm section. His reflection is impressing. Wonder why he isn't resting. He's productive. He constructed all of this. Call it quits. You can swallow hollow tips like all them Colorado kids. The problem is to follow this. You gotta have brains like a famished zombie, and it's ornery. So of course they're on me, or put me on the spot like shout with stinky laundry, or ask me hella questions like Obama facing Romney, like, why you always wanna go pro, man I don't know, why you always wanna flow pro, man I don't know, why you always rock a dope show, oh, that I do know, I keep it in the basement, I'm stooping to a new low, 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 New low, yeah I booked a new show Yeah it's a bit new most Yes I want you to go Yes I'm trying to grow That banana goudreau Yes at least a few know About that Lisa Kudrow To blow Friends with my enemies In the sea Anemone Simply offending these Hipsters at ten apiece Spit for a mentally Sick kid and then a freak Just for more kicks Than a centipede Then I leave Out and about On a bus route People trying to bust out rhymes Time I'm hushed out Till we put a cush cloud in the air, I'm not aware that apparently I can feel the rush now. Spitting like a mush mouth. I bet I could bring the power to ya. I'll remove the right from the road, or else I am plowing through ya. Who ya think you're fucking with? Running with the rugged click. My bros, Lacosa, Nostra, Domus, suck a dick. Still no love from the city that's Preachy with the feces, but you really not What you know about rocking the show fucking crowdless All my homies shout shit if there's a power outage Truest story, DJs trying to ignore me Bloggers don't wanna support me, coke marijuana is boring I'ma kill all the discorny, mama just wanna abort me I'ma give all of you warnings, columnists don't want the story Still they ask Why you always wanna go pro? Man, I don't know Why you always wanna flow pro? Man, I don't know Why you always rock a dope? Show. Oh, that I do know. I keep it in the basement. I'm stooping to a new low. 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 Keep it in the basement. Stooping to a new low. Spud goodness to a new low. Spud good to a new low. Spud new low. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. 
Man, productive's cool. So cool. Do you have another sound clip for us? I do, but first I wanted to ask you something. Like, uh, I saw how, you know, angry you got and how you had to step outside after that uh, whole commercial debacle. I'm sorry, I did need to regain my composure. No, it's okay. I just, I just, you know, devil's it, advocate. It was outside? If you had to, like, gun to your head, who would you rather hang out with? Lori or Ann Coulter? Am I allowed to punch either of them? Uh, mm. Yes, one punch. Ann Coulter's kind of tall, so my reach not might not be good enough, but Lori's my boss, so I'm going to go with, I'll hang out with Ann Coulter with the hopes of punching her, even okay. though it may not be a good punch. Cool. You could I'd, suck I would punch her. totally smoke some weed with Ann Coulter. She doesn't know how, apparently. I could teach her. That should be your mission. But she has lots of friends that smoke pot. We she should... also has no friends that smoke pot. That's because they're athletes. That, and I don't right. know any athletes that engage in smoking the marijuana. No. I am not an athlete. I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, athletes don't do oh, that. Maybe, maybe so. someday smoking pot will be an Olympic event and you'll be like a champion. I'll be the gold I'll, We could all say we year. knew him before he was famous. All right, so back to the clip. Uh, yes, clip time. We have Craig Shoemaker talking about his Parks and Rec Tea Party character. Um... So, uh, you also have a recurring role as the Pawnee Tea Party leader on Parks and Recreation on NBC. Did you have to do any research for the role, like learn how to be ill-informed and grumpy? Well, and I, I, I love the uniform they give me. They right. put me in a tri-corner and knickers. So, um, I, I used it when I went to the premiere of Les Miserables. I'm such a Les Mis freak. I, just, I went to Javert, so it was a, it was perfect for. I gave it back though. I just want you to know. Uh, but uh, yeah, they they stick me. They it's it's called the head of the Liberty or Die party. I guess they don't want to offend anybody, which of, of the easily offended. Yeah, well, we'll so, we can we can handle that one. Uh, not a problem. I'll offend them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. So Liberty why would, or die. What? Why that Super. clip? Why that clip? Well, you know, we talked about Ann Coulter earlier and. Everything. Do you, it was just, do I you felt think that it, you know, fit right it in. It segued? Yeah. Okay. It fit into huh. those tri-cornered knicker pants. Super. Yeah, the hats are pretty cool. I remember Paul Revere and the Raiders. Not going to lie, I would wear one did of those you, hats. Did you yeah. say I don't think about the Super. No, no, it's a word, sweetie. <laughs> K-N-I-C-K-E-R-S. And, and it means short pants. Yes. That's We're going to have to talk about Knickers. And that's why in is so important, folks. A Knickerbocker is a native New Yorker. Yes, exactly. and that's where the New York Knicks come from. Basketball, people who smoke pot sometimes, segue, random, See panicking how that all a goes little. And comes around? Let's go to a song. How about Kieran J. Callanan, Apology Accepted? I used to say dumb things. I guess I still I'm doing it again That's what happens when you're in view More used to naked men You said leave the light on Don't be frightened I'm not sure how long I can wait to see if my 
apologies accepted. Too proud to hang my head in shame beside your bed, but sometimes you want something so bad you'll grab anything you said that's ridiculous there's only one thing that precious I'm not sure how long I can wait to see if my apologies are accepted. I've got to know is my Apology accepted. Time and time again, your soft eyes close in trust above me. Such a Simple question I pretended I was sleeping I didn't know anything But you I'm keeping I'm not sure How long I can wait to see if my apologies accepted. I've got to know is my apology accepted. Come on, come on, come on. Accepted. Apology accepted. This is the Sped Goodman Post. Show report. Uh, Chick, I'm huh? going to need you to start getting your stuff together because uh, on on the way home after mm. here, I, I we no more ice cream. We don't have time to stop. 
Well, that's not fair. Well, I am sorry, but I was Lori- promised ice cream. Well, Lori made us sell out, which uh, means instead of taking you to ice cream, I need to stop and get a fifth of Jack Daniels so that I can go home, sit in the shower, and drink and cry. Okay. So when you don't have ice cream, you bring that up at the meeting on Saturday. Okay, you know, I'd be week. way, way safer to smoke some weed. It's a little hard to smoke when I'm like under a silkwood type shower, though. Things tend to go out. Wait a minute. Fair enough. How can how can you cry underwater? Well, the water comes out of my eyeballs and mingles with the other water in my environment. Can, do swimmers cry? I guess when they're sad. You know, but, I, th- I think you want to embrace this new paradi- uh, paradigm. House of Pizza is going to be uh, taking care of my next poker game. They've they got all, all the catering. You, sir, are a sellout. Yeah. Uh, well, I, w- I came here with a full tank of gas. That's why I drive a hybrid, sir. That's why I drive a hybrid. As long as they're providing munchies, I'm okay with it too. Uh, do you see any munchies? Well, well, I I ate them all. Sorry. Man, this just does not get any better. So I'm going to say thank you to my lovely panel. Thank you, lovely panel. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. Don't forget host. me. Thank you, lovely chick. Well, I was I, okay. And I like I'm Ivy too. Quinn. And this has been the Spud Goodwin Post Show Report. We will leave you with a cutoff. Manu Chow's 1998 album, Clandestino. Here is Bongo Bong. Bongs. Mama was queen of the mambo, papa was king of the Congo Deep down in the jungle I start banging my first bongo Every monkey like to be in my place instead of me Cause I'm the king of bongo baby, I'm the king of bongo bong I went to the big town where there is a lot of sound From the jungle to the city looking for a bigger crown So I play my bongi for the people of big city But they don't go crazy when I banging on my boogie I'm the king of the Hear me when I come, baby. King of the bongo, king of the bongo. Nobody like to be in my place instead of me, cause nobody go crazy when I banging on my boogie. I'm a king without a crown, hanging loose in a big town. But I'm a king of bongo, baby. I'm the king of bongo bongo. King of the bongo, king of the bongo. Hear me when I come, baby. King of the bongo. Hear me when I come. They say that I'm a clown, making too much dirty sound. They say there is no place for little monkey in this town. Nobody like to be in my place instead of me, cause nobody go crazy when I'm banging on my boogie. I'm the king of the bongo, king of the bongo. Hear me when I come, baby. King of the bongo, king of the bongo. Hear me when I come. Banging on my bongo. Swing belongs to me I'm so happy There's nobody in my place Instead of me I'm a king without a crown Hanging loose in a big town I'm the king of bongo baby I'm the king of bongo bong King of the bongo King of the bongo bong. Hear me when I come baby King of the bongo King of the bongo bong. Hear me when I come Mama was queen of the mambo, papa was king of the Congo Deep down in the jungle, last time banging my first bongo Every monkey like to be in my place instead of me Cause I'm the king of bongo baby, I'm the king of bongo bong Hit me when I come
Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Audio engineer, On One, at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith, In-Studio Production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Report.